1: Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
2: Support for Armchair and the Saints Happy Hour podcast comes from Manscaped, who is number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. Their lawnmower 2.0 has proprietary skin safe technology, so this trimmer won't nick or snag your nuts. Manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past. And don't use the same trimmer on your face as you using on your balls. That's just nasty. Manscaped also has the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. You already put deodorant on your armpits. Why are you not putting deodorant on the smelliest part of your body? Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. Always use the right tools for the job. Your balls will thank you. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code armchair.
3: Welcome to the Saints Happy Hour podcast featuring Dave Cariello, Andrew Juge, Ralph Malbro, and when he decides to show up, Kevin Held. We are the perfect blend of Saints sincerity and stupidity. At
2: least Dave has the decency when he eats on the podcast. He's
4: Bashing, a bag of Sorry. Sour Patch Kids and a jolt cola. A oh, jolt. They don't even make that anymore.
3: I was trying to be stealth, but, but um, you guys caught it. But no. It's... I smell my own.
5: And now, here's your host, Ralph Oh
0: <laughs> All right, everybody.
2: Welcome to another edition of Saints Happy Hour Podcast. We are now officially deep in the throes of the offseason. Um
4: did either one of you No we're, we're not. The, yeah. the offseason <laughs> hasn't even started. What are you talking about? Yeah, I, I say, mean we have the fucking Super Bowl yet. <laughs> when the Saints aren't
2: playing, man, it's the offseason to me. I
3: I know, but we're not deep into the I heart mean of the of whole it. the whole NFC roster is for the Pro Bowl is the Saints basically. <laughs> are we going to watch the Pro Bowl? Are you going to get excited about that? I mean, it's the Saints against the AFC, so I'll probably watch some of it. <laughs> <laughs> Did either of you give
2: a shit about the games yesterday? I felt I felt so sad yesterday when I woke up because I just remembered that it was a year ago the Saints got fucked on championship Sunday. The Saints got fucked but Robert Kraft he only got a handy just so we're clear. <laughs> but Dave did, did did either of you did, did you did you watch did you care do you whatever about the games yesterday?
4: I mean, yeah, of course I watched. Um, I would have cared more if they were exciting games, but they were pretty fucking lame. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I watched. I was disappointed to see the Titans lose. I was rooting for them. They were my team. I wanted to see them win. But uh, And then uh, I was really hoping for a fun, exciting NFC Championship game between the Packers and the Niners, and it was not that. Uh, the Packers just... You know, I've listened to a couple of podcasts already today, and the F word has been thrown around. Fraud. Uh, They looked a little fraudulent out there. Like they shouldn't have been there. And I'm not saying. You know, I know there's a lot of Saints fans out there have been like, "Oh, Saints should have been there." Uh, And I think one of you guys tweeted it. you know, well, I mean, no, the Saints should not have been there. They didn't deserve to be there. They didn't play good enough to 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 be there. They I congratulated even... the Forty Nine.
2: I I congratulated the Naval Academy for winning the NFC. Yeah.
4: Uh yeah. For completing only throwing only eight passes. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, just my random thoughts on on the NFC our Championship weekend. Uh, I mean, as far as the Packers losing, uh, I'm 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 happy to see Aaron Rodgers lose. And I only say that for selfish reasons, and that being, he's oftentimes uh, put in the same category as Drew Brees, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, and I've never thought that that was fair. Uh, I never thought he really is in that. I, I feel like Brees, Brady, Manning, uh, they're a special top tier, uh, and Brady, I mean, and uh, and and uh, uh, yeah, Roger. Rogers, Rogers is. Uh, uh, albeit a great quarterback, but he's just still not at that level. So, I mean, it was good to see him not make it to the Super Bowl and have a chance to win another Super Bowl because because then then there would have been a discussion, well, is Rodgers better than Breeze? And I, I would just be fucking annoyed that even somebody would even <laughs> ask that fucking question. So I'm happy we put that to bed. That's not going to be an issue. Uh, I am unhappy about the fact that... Uh, I, I mean, I just... I don't know whether the Saints would have beaten the Packers in Green Bay, but I definitely think have. they. Well, the and I, I certainly think they would have put up uh, a better fight against the Niners. Uh, I mean, that was just ridiculous. I mean, it was, it was like they all just gave up. I mean, it was. Uh,
3: but, At least you know, we made Jimmy Garoppolo beat us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> but you
4: know, but it's my true. last thing is like, but part of me feels like we wouldn't have had a chance because I mean, you you see these teams that are in the you got. Derek Henry with Tennessee, and now you've got Mostert uh, with the Niners, who's come on strong since like later in the season. Uh, I mean, I just I don't know. I don't know. We would we would have had to sling it around a lot. That that I, was what we were doing at that point. We weren't running the ball effectively. Kamara wasn't didn't seem to be himself, and they Peyton was not committed to letting Latavius Murray just run with it. And I just I don't know whether we would have me. been able. What
3: was his first name again? What's a Ladavius? Ah, Ladavius. <laughs> I was uh, confused for a second. I didn't know who you were talking about. I
4: just, I just don't know whether we would have been able to hang with these guys. I really don't. I hate to say it, but here, you know, Andrew, we well, talked me, about it. me, it's not,
3: it's not so much the the matchup in isolation. It's, it's you would have had to play the Vikings and then the Packers on the road in the cold, and then go out to the West Coast to San Francisco. Like I, I think. The issue to me was less the matchup and more the seating, you know, that just the circumstances around which the Saints probably – I mean, who's to say if the Saints don't go into Green Bay that they win the game but that they lose some players in that game, you know? And so I, I think – we talked about this today, Ralph. I, that was the, the big takeaway for me. I just think the 49ers were healthier than I the think Saints the Saints were. would
2: have looked a lot like Tennessee where they would have started great – but they would have faded. And you, to me, you saw it with Tennessee. Like, they kind of ran out of gas. But I, I tell you one thing. The Saints wouldn't have allowed the 49ers to run the ball 13 fucking straight
4: times on them. Like, that wouldn't have happened. Um, it was it was crazy. I mean, it's like they, they knew it was coming and they still did nothing to stop it. <laughs> and it seems like they made no adjustments. I mean, I was listening to some podcasts. You know, they were saying basically the Packers uh, very they kept staying in nickel and dime coverage and they like right. They played they played eight in the box, like 13 percent of the downs, which I mean, like those 13 percent should have been in the first half of the game. And <laughs> I, I, I mean, once, once they were getting, I mean, it was just like, as, as soon as Mostert got the ball, I mean, it was just at least 15 yards every single clip. He was just...
6: The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy
5: all its own.
4: Fucking gashing them, just <laughs> fucking gashing them. It was it was a, a, a murder. It was it was a crime scene out there. <laughs> I can I can't this is playoffs. You're not can, supposed to give me that. Shit up in the playoffs. The, the Packers are supposed to be a playoff team, and they looked like a. They looked like the fucking dolphin, the the Browns out there. I mean, that was terrible. That's embarrassing. They should be embarrassed.
2: <laughs> they should be. That they that on the last football Sunday of the year where we had multiple games, Green Bay got destroyed. But
3: my question is – Do you think the this – well, hold on. If the Saints had played the Packers, though, would, would they have run Ladavius Murray over and over again, or would Sean Payton have just thrown on every play and cost us the game? That's a good question. <laughs> It's a good question. I mean, I think I mean, inter- if, you ask, if you ask Saints Twitter, I already know their answer.
2: Well, here's the here's the thing with uh, Saints Twitter. We'll get to that in a second. They're losing their minds. But That's a, Saints Twitter is in <laughs> a bad place, man. Saints Twitter is in a horrible place. The one you thing that I, I watched with
4: Saints,
2: it's going to drive you to drink more. <laughs> more. <laughs> Too late. Dry <laughs> January's out the out the window. <laughs> Uh but the thing with San Francisco is Green Bay was just a god awful matchup uh for for Green Bay um but I just don't know like Andrew said with with injuries um but the one thing with uh that game yesterday that was just um delightful it was to, like Dave said, watch Aaron Rodgers just fail and flop. And it made me feel better about the Saints going forward into 2020 because San Francisco is going to be good even though they purposely hide their quarterback in a way that I have never in my life seen a team that won a conference championship hide their quarterback like that. Um, So I feel the Saints are positioned to... uh, compete and be the second best team in the NFC. But that was my the question that, that popped in my head that I forgot. Is Andrew, can you remember a team hiding their quarterback like San Francisco did and still win? I can't. And I know you're going to say Peyton Manning, but Peyton Manning threw 70 times in the two games that Denver won when he won his Super Bowl with them. Garoppolo threw 29 fucking times in two games.
3: No, I, I mean, I can't remember, no. No. I mean, may, maybe in the 70s when teams ran the ball more, but I can't remember a quarterback doing that little and a team winning. It was pr- pretty pathetic, honestly, from from the Packers, like Dave said. But, you know, I do feel – I agree with you, Ralph. I do feel better after watching that. Um, you know, I just feel like it would have been a tall order for the Saints to go into Green Bay, then go into San Francisco, and then beat the Chiefs. Like, that would have been the path for us. And I, I just feel like even if we had gotten past – minnesota even if the same way to win on the road in green bay i'm not sure the way it was set up that they were going to have success um so uh, you know it's, it's a week still later mad. and i'm already I'm still early. mad at pete carroll that
2: fucking asshole
3: yeah dick but uh <laughs> so we're two weeks later and i'm totally over it um you know i'm ready to move on and you know it's uh, not over it? Save twitter but what you know that makes me realize is how much worse the rams game was for me because like I, I was still carrying that shit, like, two months later. It was still bothering me. I'm still, still carrying it now. It. Yeah, so, like, it just, my, my instinct, you know, right after the game, things are so fresh and raw, and I was like, yeah, that was horrible, but the Rams thing was worse. Like, two weeks removed from it, now, man, like, I, I still think about the Rams, and it just makes me sick.
4: Because It was out of
3: our control. It was it wasn't our fault. There was nothing we could do about it. That's it was that and the fact that it was like that call was a difference between us going to the Super Bowl and not. Like to me, it's again, like you talk about the path, going into Green Bay, going to San Francisco, like so much other stuff had to happen. With the Rams thing, one call puts us in the Super Bowl. We were yeah, we were a minute away. Yeah. We had cut we
4: had we had hurdled every other hurdle. Dotted every I, crossed every other T, and we were about to kick the game-winning field goal.
3: So I, I, I maintain that that is worse than San Francisco in 2011. For me, that is the most horrific oh, it's, Saints it, playoff it, loss it's, ever. It's worse. It's, uh, it's Saints a, playoff
4: and the, and the worst playoff loss ever in the history of the NFL.
3: The yes. only
2: thing that I think is comparable to it is Cleveland 87-88 losing back-to-back, or 86-87, losing back-to-back AFC championships on the drive at home and on the fumble. But that wasn't referee-induced. It was just two horrifically bad AFC championship losses yeah. back-to-back.
3: Well, the the Bills w- losing four Super Bowls in a row was pretty rough. Yeah, but the, the
2: Super Bowls, they weren't all close, though. They got progressively no. worse. and
3: Yeah, but the Scott Scott Norwood thing
2: was yeah, that's bad.
5: true. But... <clears throat>
2: I want to talk about one thing is that the Saints losing three straight walk-off playoff games in walk-off fashion, Dave, has broken Saints Twitter and Facebook, if that's where you hang out to chat Saints, in a way that is just... I thought Saints Twitter in 2015 and 2016 was insufferable because the defense was bad and people wanted to get rid of Breeze. And I thought it couldn't get worse than that. Saints Twitter now is just it is bro it is broken and we are mad and we lash we don't know who to lash out at so we lash out at each other um saints i know you say stay off of twitter and all that dave but do you think saints fans in general are in a bad place right now i feel like we are
4: uh yeah i mean like i said i don't uh I don't spend my entire day on Twitter, even while I'm at work, uh, just reading every, just consuming every little thing. I feel like you and Andrew, you in particular, Ralph, I feel like you probably don't miss one goddamn tweet on your timeline and you follow like (laughs) 1300 people. (laughs) Uh, So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of negativity out there. I mean, it's, it's not like they don't have a right to be upset. I mean, but at the same time, like what, what could you possibly do? I mean,
3: my, we, my we problem with my problem with Twitter coach? is I, I, I go dark for like half a half a day and then like someone will write something that sets me off and then I just get sucked into the vortex. And then I just, <laughs> have, that, that, that's what happens to me. So like, you know, someone will criticize Drew Brees. The one that really got me today was that the saints have no creativity on offense and so yeah, like, that was a that was a that, memories, memories, that was a patron, so it won't like them, we won't be too hard on him. But you're wrong, Taysom Mike. Taysom Hill throwing a bomb and Taysom, like Sean Payton basically pulling every trick out of the book with Taysom Hill because it's the only way the offense was working. Like literally, the only thing that worked were his adjustments. Collins
2: Collins has off-season apathy. Only real masochists consume Saints 365 days a year, man. That's what this podcast is about, $7 a month. You can get a podcast, Saints podcast, every day. That's right. We're here for you, man, that That's what this podcast is for. It's
3: for but, the obsessive fan, degenerate like us. But
2: I do think, you know, we talked about it last week and a little bit right after the Minnesota game. It's just like they've gone 13-3, and 13-3, so... There isn't like a glaring fucking hole that you can be like, go and get a defensive end, and we'll get a, we'll get a, we'll fix that pass rush, or we'll fix that secondary. It's like, what do you fix? Don't you? Don't 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 fumble in the fourth quarter, Drew. But Dave, what
4: happened to Held? I thought Kevin was joining us this season.
2: No, he wasn't. He had he had emergency. Uh, he had emergency. Uh, some sort of. Uh, Breaking news in the St. Louis area: a uh, cat's in a tree
0: or some shit. I don't know.
1: <laughs>
2: um, which was good because I got to change the open. Whenever Kevin joins us, I do a Kevin specific open. So I had to swap out the open real quick and do the uh, Dave busting on Andrew for eating during the podcast. Um, <clears throat> but you know, as we get into the, this, you know, LSU won the national
3: championship. Uh, go Tigers, yeah, baby! Uh, yeah, 15 Davey. and 0. But Let's we're still go. we're still talking about that? Maybe that's uh, why I'm over the Saints playoff loss. Yeah. Dave,
2: I my uh here's the thing that was so great about LSU winning. My wife found my ticket from the Bellagio where I told her to bet $30 when she made a, a work trip to Vegas last year. So I had I won $270 and I and I proceeded to spend every single dime of it on LSU championship merch. Um But that got me to thinking. One of the questions I want to talk about tonight is Would you, Dave, if I told you you can have a Saints Super Bowl in 2020, or the Saints can draft Joe Burrow and you can have eight division titles in the next 10 years, but I don't guarantee you a Super Bowl, what do you want?
4: You don't guarantee me a Super Bowl, but they could potentially win one. They could
2: potentially win one, but I'm not guaranteeing it. You can have the Super I mean, Bowl in 2020.
4: I would, so I, I'm a gambler, so I, I would say I'm going to take the division titles and just assume that one of those, they ought to be able to win the Super Bowl. Uh, and plus, we get to watch Joe Burrow. I'm obviously not a huge LSU fan, but Joe Burrow has definitely won me over this season. I mean, he's you're just thinking of all the money you're going to make, aren't you? you just... <laughs> uh, it certainly wouldn't hurt. It certainly wouldn't hurt. Uh, but no, I mean, that would be pretty cool. Joe Burrow's a cool guy. I I. Want, uh, I, w- I wouldn't mind seeing him here. Andrew, what would you and do? And obviously that means that, that there was a fairly smooth transition uh, from Breeze to Burrow and that uh, they're at least good enough to win.
3: So, Sorry, I was a uh, big surprise. I was on Twitter. It looks like Jimmy Graham may, may have just retired. I'm not sure. Uh, really? Wow. Breaking news. Play the fucking thing. This is... <laughs> yeah, ju- ju- Juke rule okay. You turn me on the Jimmy Graham
2: retired. He passed up
3: 10 10 10 more million million dollars or not. It's one of the commenters just turned me on to this, but I looked at his tweet. And so it's a picture of him holding up a peace sign, like in his, with his fingers. And he just says, this becomes harder. Every time you see others raise that trophy, I'm blessed and proud of these guys for battling to prove a lot of people wrong. Thank you for sticking by me for 10 years. I've given everything I have in pursuit of a ring. I'm in your debt, and I'm in your debt for believing in me. That's it. So, I don't know. It, it feels like a goodbye, but maybe it's just a... End Jimmy, you
2: shouldn't day. have gone to that cold-weather hellhole. You should have come
3: home. Yep. So shoulda run it back with the Saints man I'm just saying um, man they... anyway so wait w- sorry which one did you pick dave you picked uh did you pick joe burrow or did you pick yeah you uh, picked eight, I eight division
4: I titles joe in joe burrow years. division titles and uh working on the assumption that one of those division titles they'll be able to turn into a super bowl
3: mm. give me the title baby <laughs> you want the title i mean it's hard it's hard i mean that's a it's a definite <laughs> thing like I, I, we we've seen what it looks like when Look, if two thousand nine plays out differently, imagine what tortured, miserable oh souls we would be on this podcast right now. I mean, I, I'd like to believe that we're generally glass half full type of guys, so maybe we would still have fun with this, but I think our, our existence is probably a little different had they not won in two thousand nine. Besides that today the worst day of been, your life. Yeah. Besides that, it's been fifteen years with Sean Payton of, I mean, do you call it underachievement? Like he's basically Andy Reid if it's not for the title in 09. Yeah. And, and so I don't well, know if you you're, call you're it are under-
4: about to not be able to say that anymore.
3: Yeah, right. I but, think so. uh, it's at least it's, it's at least underachievement in the postseason. And so, and especially these last three years, the fact that this team hasn't done more with winning, God, I mean, how many games have they won? 37 30. in the last three years in the regular yep. season? So I mean, thirty-seven and wins in in three seasons. I mean, you got to do more with that than the Saints have done. So, you know, we know what that looks like. And I mean, if you tell me I get ten years of that, but no guarantee of a of well, a no, Super Bowl though. Win? You get more. You get more because you get
2: the Saints have had six division titles in like fourteen years. You get eight and ten. Like you basically get. The New England Patriots ruling well, the AFC East, but you don't get a guaranteed race. Getting
3: a bye is 50-50, so you're basically telling me that like they would get four buys out of the eight division titles, right? Like Probably. 50-50. Yeah, those are pretty good odds to get to a Super Bowl. I mean, here's the thing. I still take the given. I still, like, give me, give me another Super Bowl. Here's. Title.
2: Here's why it's so tempting to take the eight division titles in ten years, because you'd never have to play this.
0: Oh, no! We suck again!
2: Like, you would be good until 2030.
3: You know, and... Yeah, but aren't you good till 2030 if you win a Super Bowl? <laughs> it's true. It is true.
2: I mean, it's, it's hard, though. I mean, I, I purposely made it like, ridiculous amount of winning instead of the Super Bowl. Because I think that's the only way to make it difficult. Like, if I made it four division titles or five even, I wouldn't even consider it. But yeah. eight out of ten, like, that is a lot of fucking
3: winning. You get a lot of mileage out of a Super Bowl win. I feel like it wasn't till like, the third or fourth, seven and nine that fans started getting really pissed off after that Super Bowl win. Dave, are we still celebrating 2009? I kind of feel like we kind of are. I don't
4: know. This has been ten years now, so <laughs> I don't know. I don't know whether we get to does, continue to celebrate. Does
2: Ed Ogeron that. get a ten-year window because of LSU this year? Yeah, uh, he
4: he probably does. Uh, wait, so that actually, I just thought of this question. So let's say, let's say in your hypothetical scenario, Joe Burrow comes to the Saints. Uh, he's the quarterback. Uh, let's say there's no overlap between him and Breeze. Let's say some. You know, Breeze leaves, retires, goes somewhere else, and then Joe Burrow comes in. They're never on the team at the same time. Does Joe Burrow get where number nine? Mm. Mm. I don't think so. Mm. I mean
3: no. I, I think Breeze would let him.
2: Yeah, probably would.
3: Breeze would, would approve, I think. If he, re- if if get, reti-
2: yeah, if he yeah, if he retired. If he retired, if they force him to go to retire in San Diego and play for the Chargers, maybe not
3: um here you know Oh um, god you just planted that seed in my head i just realized <laughs> that's possible oh is philip joe burrow oh only... my god he's gonna go back to the chargers philip rivers god. to Ralph, tampa why did you even suggest that
2: philip rivers to tampa drew to san diego and teddy will be the Saints' starting quarterback you realize they play in los angeles right yeah whatever it's... <laughs> be the, until they act, until they have actual fans in Los Angeles, they're the San Diego Chargers to me. How about that?
3: If, if we replace Drew Brees with Philip Rivers, I seriously, that might be the worst thing ever. I mean... I like if, if we swap the <laughs> quarterbacks with the Chargers... <laughs> uh, I can't watch I it I mean, of all the things you could do to Drew runs. Brees, of all the things you could do to Drew Brees, to replace him with Philip Rivers again, <laughs> <laughs> like, Philip, seriously, of all the things, like that would be the worst thing Philip Rivers and that his make, make, Loomis could do to Drew Brees. People in
2: the chat room are very uh, take the Super Bowl. They want the they want the Super Bowl. They, they, the eight division titles does nothing for them. Um, the other thing I agree that, that I wanted to talk about tonight. Uh, is, and by the way, you should become a patron, uh, I did a podcast with uh, James from Astros County where we compared the Astros cheat- cheating scandal to the Saints' Bounty Gate scandal in 20- 2012, and we compared like how the Astros handled it and how the Saints handled it. It was really fun and interesting. If you're an Astros fan, you'll find it really interesting, but even most of your Saints fans on this podcast, obviously, you will find it interesting also. It's really cool. If you're a patron... You can get it early, the rest of you people get it Wednesday morning. Um <clears throat> But Dave, it got me to thinking about this question. And the Astros clearly cheated in twenty seventeen. Uh, so whatever. I don't care. I got I got two hundred dollars worth of World <laughs> Series merchandise. But how badly would the Saints have to cheat their way to a Super Bowl in twenty twenty? To where you would feel the least bit of shame, like what would they have to do for you to be like, Oh, that
4: title's tainted is there, or is there anything at all they could do? Oh yeah, no, I mean, they could definitely cheat and and have it be tainted for me personally um, you know it, it's got to be it's got to be something that directly relates to the play of the game the live play of the game. Um, in other words, like the bounty gate stuff, like you, you can tell a guy, you can motivate a guy and, and pay him if he goes out and, you know, knocks out a quarterback or whatever. I'm not saying this is what happened with the saints, but, uh, <laughs> but there, but there's no guarantee that he's going to actually go and do that. But if you're,
3: uh, right, he still, buzzer, he still has to play within the rules of the game. Yeah. And then he gets flagged for a personal foul. If he's like,
4: Yeah. But if you're uh, if you're getting buzzed uh, underneath your jersey when you know you're getting a fastball inside or whatever, um, then that allows you to make a direct uh, a direct decision that directly impacts the game immediately. So it would have to be something like that. And I guess it could be like sign stealing. But what I mean, I would mean the you closest care, like...
3: thing actually is uh, to what the Astros were doing was what Mickey Loomis was accused of with the whole wiretapping thing. And that that would be the closest because then, then you're maybe picking up off strategy or plays that the other team is running that you can then relay. Like I mean, he yeah. was exonerated; or it never went anywhere or whatever. But that Dude, we... what, what he was accused of uh, to me that's more similar. But I, like it's... to me, I mean... I, after 2018,
2: Dave and the Saints getting something stolen from them, I don't know what they could do that would cheapen it for me. I mean, maybe they could, like, kidnap players in the playoffs, and you would find out, like, Aaron Rodgers, like, disappeared game day, and you found out that like, the Saints ran some sort of kidnapping scheme. And even then, like, in the moment, I wouldn't... Well, if they
3: did that, honestly... you know that Orenstein would be orchestrating
4: it. <laughs> I mean, if they did that, honestly, I'd be impressed. So, honestly, I'd have to... <laughs> Slow clap for
2: that. Like if they if they hacked into the other team's tablets on the sideline and knew what they were looking <laughs> at and it's what. Like
3: them viruses for the wrong place. Yeah, like I mean, anything
4: what... that allows them to know what play that the team is that their opponent is calling in, during the course of the game as it's happening that would be that would be beyond the line for me. Like, if if Dion,
2: DeMario Davis, if he in the headset, like, Dennis Allen would call the defense for him and then he could hear the quarterback's headset, like, yeah. if they found out that awesome. the Saints were doing that, like, would you be like, ah, I can't wear this championship shirt anymore, it's it's tainted? You wouldn't find it funny. I mean,
4: <laughs> I mean I'd probably still wear the shirt, but <laughs> I just, I would just... Yeah. So you wouldn't I, feel that much shame, then, if you were still wearing the shirt. Like, I wouldn't be able to like go, you know, talk shit to my friends who have, like, are fans of other shittier teams and be like, oh, my, my team won two Super Bowls. Because then they would immediately be like, well, one of them really doesn't even count. And I'd be like, yeah, you're right. Okay.
2: No, I'd be like, so. get yourself a better IT guy, <laughs> dude. We got the best from yeah. Eastern Europe. They hacked into that shit, and we got their Please Hire yourself some
3: better IT people. How about get that?
4: Get yourself a Russian.
3: I just feel like morality is for like what I'm teaching my son. You know, it's like, morality is like what I do in my my serious life or what, whatever. Like, I, I don't demand that from my entertainment. Football is entertainment, and and it really like if they were to cheat, like I, I mean, it wouldn't offend me from the level that it's like, look. It's kind of up to them how they want to run stuff and, you know, whether they're going to have a pay to injure people program or, or not, or steal Vicodin or like, or, or whatever the saints do in their free time, like, or, or how they approach winning a game. Like it really, it's up to them. And I realize this is these people's lives, but like, for me, I, I watch it for entertainment. And I've told you this before, Ralph, like I don't demand that football players for the saints have this general moral code that that, that has to allow me to, to root for them. Like it, I don't like no, I don't care if is. some of these guys get arrested or like. I mean, it's nice if you get to root for a guy like Breeze or a guy like Colston or Teddy Bridgewater. I mean, it, that seem like good guys that lead clean lives off the field and aren't idiots. I mean, it, it's nice not to have a guy like Antonio Brown because yeah, I I would feel dirty and and not like rooting for a guy like that but you know the bottom line is i root for the emblem i don't root for the people um necessarily and i i don't care if they cheat like i i would find it funny on some level now (laughs) I, i mean the thing is like if you're gonna do it you have to accept responsibility for everything that comes after so if you get caught like first of all don't get caught but if you do get caught like and you get you lose draft picks or you get suspended or the title gets taken away like those are all risks that the Astros knowingly took, and so, you know, if I'm an Astros fan, like, does it taint the title? I mean, in the eyes of everyone else, probably. But I mean, but you they still had it ex- away. Yeah, you still have that experience. Like they still won, and even if they were to take it away, you'd still have that joy in the moment of them winning. So they can we do come that get my throw
2: blanket, my 2017 World Series champion throw blanket. They can come pry it from my cold dead
4: hands.
6: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
1: I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Shop Skims Bras at Skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. You know, but, I
2: mean, I guess to me, like, if, if, the like, saints. do you guys really
3: care about the integrity of the game, though? No,
2: my wife doesn't. This, the Astros traded for a dude. He beat his girlfriend to a pulp, and I was like, "Man, that guy." I don't know if I want that guy in the Astros. My wife was like, "I don't care. Can he get? Can he get guys out? Yeah, cool." <laughs> like she, he a double. <laughs> like she doesn't care. Like she does not. Care. And, and the thing is, that she'll tell me she's like Mel Gibson when he drinks, he spews horrible anti-Semitic stuff. She's like, but you still will watch Braveheart every time it's on and I'm like Yeah. She's like, How it's is that funny. how is that different? And I'm like, it's not really. It's so not.
3: I it's mean just we just we just de- like if it it's like listening to Michael Jackson's music. Like are you gonna make the disassociation and just say that like, hey, it's a great song and I enjoy it and I'm just gonna listen to it? Or are you gonna think about all the sordid, awful things that the, he's done, only- allegedly? The
2: only you person know? that I will say that I've done that with music is, I really liked R. Kelly, and I had to stop listening to his music
3: because <laughs> that's your if, that's your first mistake right there. Well, here's the, the thing fact though: that if you liked R. Kelly's I music like R. Kelly, I like Kelly, way man. more offensive than the fact that you would pay to benefit his career or whatever. But here's the thing: R. Kelly's music. If you like R. Kelly.
2: All his songs are about sex. And once you know what he did to those girls, you're like, oh, this is creepy. I can't listen to this anymore. So that's that's the only thing. And, yes, I, so, I, have I outed myself as an R. Kelly fan? Possibly. No, not possibly. No, not possibly. <laughs> definitely. I'm, uh, I'm really. Fredo says, now I'm going to picture of Ralph dancing in his kitchen to bump and grind. See? Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. If once you know what R. Kelly did, when you listen to "Bump and Grind," you're like, it's kind of gross.
4: Um, kind of, just kind of. Well, so okay, so let me ask you this: uh, this is on topic here. We were talking about players who have cheated or whatever. Uh, you know, uh, first of all, I'm assuming you draw a distinction between cheating and. Being dirty like Vontez Burfict or uh, the Miles Garrett shit. I mean, that's those are two different things.
3: But are you asking me?
4: No, I mean, I'm just I'm making sure that we are, we're all in agreement. Well, with that.
3: the so thing to, is though, Vontez Burfict is his
2: thinking. own level because Vontez Burfict, he was so dirty that he was costing Cincinnati playoff games with penalties and stuff. So that's yeah, why.
3: And now that, that I'd be like, get that guy off my football team for sure. But like. I don't know. Mar- I mean, you-, you loved Mark Ingram, Dave. He was busted for performance enhancing drugs.
4: I have no problem with with drugs. I feel like most a lot of a lot of or most players or players on all teams take drugs. So no, um, I
3: agree. But I mean, um, he, unless he the was, Saints
4: he, are running like was, the yes right or no, was infinitive. he cheating?
3: Was Mark, Ingram, was Mark yes. Ingram a cheater?
4: And I'm not above. I'm not above. Yes, and I'm not above yes. like that kind of cheating. Again, that, that that kind of cheating does not bother me.
3: Uh, I agree with you, but if you're, so if you're going to say that, I I just think there's no kind of, it's entertainment, and so there are many things that the Saints could do that I would find comical, Uh, I personally, in the same position, if I was a GM or a coach or a player, I I would not do those things personally, but I do not demand, like, I, I don't watch the Saints, like, I'm interested in the stories, and I guess I care about them as people, but like, I don't know them. They're not my friends. I don't hang out with them. So, like, on some level, yeah, it's nice to see that Drew Brees has kids and he loves them and he's a great dad. Like, yeah, that, that, that matters to me a little bit, I guess. But I just – it doesn't matter to me if he's a cheater. Like, it wouldn't change anything. If, if I learned all of a sudden that, like, Brees was able to play football until he was 41 because he was best friends with Lance Armstrong and he had the Lance Armstrong cocktails. <laughs> that <laughs> somehow found a way to prolong his NFL career, Like, would I be outraged and, and disgusted? No, because it's a decision that he's making with his life. He feels like he's got to do that. And if it helped him get a better career and he, he's assuming the responsibilities of what other, whatever health issues he's going to have downstream from that, Like, that's his call. It's, it's out of my control. All I can do is decide whether I'm comfortable on Sunday watching the game or not and that, that's would, really it
2: i would thank him for his commitment to getting me a second lombardi trophy that he would yes. put his future health at risk for my personal happiness
3: and let's be honest like right now the saints could use a little cheating based on what's been happening to them yeah i'm i mean i mean you know a little payback for the refs in the rams game like the cheating has been going the wrong way, as far as I'm. Dave concerned. draws the line
2: at Igor from Yugoslavia uh, hacking opponents <laughs> in playoff games, but I don't. But Dave does. Um, we got some interesting questions um, for uh, for the for the Twitter questions that I ask people. But before we do that, people, you only have one more game of football. The Super Bowl is in two weeks. Go to mybookie.ag right now. You get a 50% sign-up bonus. Do weird Super Bowl parlays with the Super Bowl and the Pelicans and MMA. You can do. You can still gamble. And right now, you get a 100% sign-up bonus. Use the code Chair at mybookie.ag. It's the best online gaming site. Like safest, securest, most. Most uh, robust online gambling experience go to mybookie.ag use the code chair get a 100% sign up bonus mybookie you play you win you get paid terms and conditions apply Um, Dave we got some interesting questions Um, what veteran would you like to see join the Saints in free agency if you don't have a, a name give me a position that you're sort of starting to lock in on after the playoff loss
4: I'm going to say this till the cows come home. I've already said it before when I've answered a similar question, but wide receiver. I'm going to take all the help we can get at wide receiver. I want to draft a guy, a really young guy, in in the middle round. It doesn't have to be the first round. Are you
3: cool with an LSU guy?
4: uh, Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah.
3: Uh, I'm definitely cool with an LSU guy. My man. <laughs> uh, I love I love that Dave over like really the last year, especially with his new store in Baton Rouge, has really softened his anti-LSU. Yeah. It's been more than a
4: year, you know. I mean, I just have a lot of my close friends are huge LSU fans, and
3: it's really heck, that's, starting to soften. That's
4: who I watched the, the championship game with, and. uh you, you know they i've I've just always hung out with them when they go and, ha- and watch the games and that kind of stuff so i mean i've never i didn't grow up in in that era the Tulane era when when everybody hated lSU and there was a rivalry there so I never had that rivalry when I was in school growing up so it's not Dave, how the, much I mean,
3: there was never more a academic it's,
4: just, it's like I know that that rivalry existed and I know that we're supposed to hate each other but i just personally i just really i really don't
2: Dave, how much of your LSU softening is how much of it is your store and how much of it is two lane football is
4: actually good? Like what comes it's more the latter. My, my store is it's it hasn't really helped my store that much uh so it, it hasn't really been a huge boon for for my my new store but uh but obviously it it definitely it definitely does not hurt but it hasn't been like this amazing, you know season as far as sales are concerned because we're so new and you know nobody really you thinks in of with us.
3: the winning
4: yeah because i mean for, you know first of all it's baton rouge it's lsu like uh, you know walmart sells the rouses sells lsu stuff i mean you can get it everywhere and there are obviously uh a lot of stores that have been around a while that are well established that always come top mm-hmm. of mind to lsu fans i mean we just started selling the stuff in july so
3: uh, yeah, you have the advantage with tooling that no one really gives a shit. So it's so niche that the people that want this stuff really have to come to you. They have to come to you.
4: You're like yeah, well, gamer. I mean, but game no, that's 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 underselling some of what I do. I mean, look, game days are a big thing now that they have the football stadium on campus, and yeah. we gear toward the students for game days, and we do a lot of business on game day, uh, and that's
3: doing like outside the stadium.
4: No, 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 oh. uh, like just at the store. But oh. I mean, that's doing you know. I, I see where I see the trends, and so I know what what a lot of the especially and the angry wave girls. is a rock and <laughs> logo. Yeah, the angry wave is cool, but so I mean, I'm selling a lot of like cropped jerseys and halter tops, and you know because that's what the girls at Tulane like to wear. So what is that's...
3: your number one best selling item? It's good to be the king. All right, so here's <laughs>
4: I told this to a few people; they think it's genius. Uh, so we, I, I buy a a women's cut mesh football jersey. It's just a plain dark green football jersey. It's got two stripes on the sleeves. And I I, I pay, you know, whatever, they're like six bucks, seven bucks. I put Tulane on there and then I crop it. So it's like a crop top football jersey. Uh, and I don't throw away the bottom part. So I sell the top crop football jersey, the top of it. I sell that for $25. And then I take the the bottom part that I just cut off and I put Tulane on that and then I cut it up and I tie it all together Uh, and I sell that as like a bandeau which is like just a strip that goes like across your chest like if you're a girl it's just like a rectangular sports bra kind of thing and I sell that for $25 so I'm getting two $25 sales out of a $7 jersey you're doing the Lord's work that's why Dave lives in a nice (laughs) (laughs)
2: parliamentary Uh, smarter I mean, than like, all of us.
4: That's like some of my finest work. I mean, if we're <laughs> comparing, if we're comparing that to, you know, Drew Brees, that was like my game against. That was like a game against <laughs> the Colts it's, it's owning a store and being in retail. That was, and,
3: that was the Drew Brees fifty-two forty-nine Giants game. You are yeah, the yeah. Picasso of t-shirts.
4: You know, no, no owning a retail store, uh, especially in apparel, is. It's gambling, man. Every time you buy something, you know, and you put it in your store, you don't know whether it's going to sell or not. And if it doesn't sell, you eat it. You just lost. You just lost that bet. And if it sells, then you won. So, tell me about yeah. it. I got fifty-five
2: t-shirts for people that didn't show up to the live thing, or they didn't, or they forgot to get their shirt. But, but uh, by the way, some of you that are um, supporters, patrons that have qualified for your t-shirt, they're getting shipped out tomorrow. Uh, so be on the lookout t- for next week. You'll be getting them. which I, I is another quality a, uh, Dave product that he
4: here. created for us. I do have a a food segment prepared for Since it's the off season, <laughs> I, I've got a food segment prepared if if we're whenever we're ready to go. Do your food. No, go now. Oh. Go. Well, I just wanted to talk about king cake since it's Mardi Gras season. Um, hey, dells are bust. Uh, okay. See, we're, this is already off to a bad start. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) Vietnamese king cake is the most overrated thing I've ever eaten in my
3: life. Here we go. Who's?
4: Here here we go. This is.
3: This is. Did you say haydales
4: This is off to a swinging start. So first of all, king cake in general, the whole genre of king cake, uh, with very very few exception, uh, is totally overrated. I mean, it's just it's dry. Oh my God! Here we go. Totally overrated. Having said that. And I've always heard about oh, big ball a king cake. So I mean, I've always heard good things about Dong Fong and their king cake. Overeating. Uh, and last and last week, I finally tasted one, and uh, I am going to say I'm a believer. And I don't. I, everybody else that makes king cakes should just stop. They're wasting their time. I don't God. even know why they even bother. Uh, at this point in my life now, it's Dong Fong or bust, and there's—it's not even close. Willa Jean has a really cool, unique king cake that I kind of like. But Haydels, hey get the fuck. If, if Haydels is the same shit with the the same frosting on the top when the dry cinnamon, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm nostalgic for McKenzies king, king Oh god. Oh my god, it probably what? tastes like cardboard. Jesus Christ. Let's
3: see. there's <laughs> I mean, one that, that I think is like terrible. What's the one that a lot of people get? Frosting. Wait, are you pro cream cheese or anti cream cheese
4: frosting? I'm I'm pro cream cheese filling, but I'm also talking about the frosting Ugh. like it's like this whipped cream cheese frosting so it's yeah like it's soft. terrible but yeah. oh my god jesus christ do you, do you do you even have taste buds does your tongue even own a taste bud
2: one you have eaten bud. healthy for so long jude you can't appreciate
4: <laughs>
3: uh,
2: good well, what's, sugar what, what's the, when you put it uh, in your pie. what's the
3: cake that uh is it randazzo's is that what I I i'm know, thinking
4: of randazzo's lot. I mean, yeah that's a popular one cakes now
3: i think it's randazzo's it's the one i can't stand that i think is terrible
4: they're all terrible except for Dongfong.
3: Hmm. Uh,
2: King Cake You're man, King Cake people take it take it very seriously. Channel Four uh, shipped me one from Mendez as a thank you uh, for doing the morning show and all that. And my kid, it was really the first time he had had it. It was he was he just wanted to just b- bury his entire face in it. Uh, kids love king cake. I'm just gonna say that.
3: Um, Dave, Dave, have you noticed that Ralph has been really into uh, the Chef's Kiss reference this year? Yeah,
4: <laughs> that's his
3: 2009. I, I need 20. Beans. I need
2: a. I need a sound effect. Yeah. Uh, I need to add it. Um, but this, I, I haven't been able to play this. Dave finally gave me a chance to play this one. Got the beta King. That's been si- sitting in the holster for like four months. <laughs> I don't know why why I had that one there, uh, and then of course this is my all time favorite. But uh, hopefully
3: he'll be back healthy. He'll be back healthy for twenty twenty. Oh, I missed that one. We miss we miss we I, miss, I miss you, buddy. I missed Dave's rage at playing that one.
2: <laughs> so uh, we got some Twitter questions after Dave's food segment. People are now people are arguing vociferously about. Um, about King Cakes. Alfredo asks, is the Saints getting no-called on the same level as the Dodgers' Yankees getting cheated out of a possible World Series titles by the Ashes with their sign ceiling system? Alfredo, I don't think it's on the same level because the Saints, we knew it at the time. Like, the Saints got fucked, right? You didn't know that the Dodgers in 2017... You didn't know that the Astros were sealing signs. You kind of knew that the, the Astros had wrecked Hugh Darvish mentally, and he was a basket case in Game Seven. So you might have had an inkling, but you weren't a hundred percent sure. And even last year, the the Yankees like they weren't. They didn't know that the Astros were sealing signs. If you'd have known it at the time, like the next day, or even during the game, yeah, you moved on. Yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah, like, no, I, I agree. I mean, it, it. I'm sure it opens the wound a little bit, but it, it's it's like you said. It's the Saints thing happen in the moment, and the next day you're just losing your mind over it. You know? But I will so. say
2: this for the Dodgers. They lost the 2017 World Series to the Ashes, who were still signs, and the 2018 World Series to the Red Sox, who were still in signs. That is fucking brutal. I'm not even going to lie. So, um, let's see. Do y'all think this is from Brandon? Do y'all think we should sign Malcolm Jenkins to help our secondary?
3: Oh god. Uh, how,
2: how, how old is he now? He's yeah, old, man. He's, he's got to be 32. Yeah. And he wants another payday. He's been good though, man. He played he's played every snap for the Eagles. I mean, from a leadership standpoint, it would be great.
3: Yeah, playing every snap is not something that a lot of Saints players do.
2: The thing is though is if Vaughn Bell leaves, or they needed th- needed something at safety, you're not going to get Jenkins at a discount. So it, I just I don't I don't see how it would fit.
3: Do you, know. th- you think anyone is paying him huge money though?
2: All it takes is one right. He, he, the Raiders. He's 32 years old. The Raiders maybe. They do dumb stuff. They do. Uh, here here's a question. What what um. What like NFC South or Saints player do you see them, the Saints going or or, or ex Saints player the Saint that Sean Payton might bring back? You know they 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 flirted with Jimmy Graham two years ago, right? Um, is there anybody out there that they could possibly bring back besides Jenkins? Did Sanders? they
4: did they really flirt with Jimmy Graham? Was that really
2: yeah
3: yeah? But I mean yeah, they it came to it came down to us and the Packers. The the Saints offered him a contract. The Packers just paid way more. Yeah. Okay. So you you decided to go to the Packers.
2: Is there is there any other Saints player out there that they could bring back? I'm trying to
3: think. No. Uh, I don't know what Sal Woods up to. <laughs> <laughs> Akeem Hicks. Oh, no, he's the, the he's Well, he's I under- guess he could get cut. Maybe
2: he get cut, traded, or something. Um, they'll
3: then go shopping.
2: At they'll go shopping somewhere uh in the NFC they'll pick up somebody from the NFC South. It won't be a Saints player, but Sean Payton loves himself some NFC South and they'll they'll get like Shaq Barrett or that Bradbury corner from Carolina. They'll they'll get somebody from the NFC South, I guarantee you. Um, oh somebody asks how long the, the Texans got Kenny Stills and bring back Kenny Stills. And then they can bring back Kenny Stills and we can talk about kneeling for the national anthem all over again. How fun would that be?
3: I can promise Uh, you Kenny Stills will not be back. Kill me. (laughs) So. Don't they really like Logan Ryan? Didn't they try to sign him once? They did. The the corner, yeah. They need a corner.
2: Yeah. It's going to be interesting to, to me what the Saints do because I just believe that the, and, and we'll end on this and then get out of here But you tell me you tell, I want you both to answer and you tell me if I'm wrong Dave I just feel You're like the, the YOLO fever that Loomis and Peyton are going to have Is going to be At 110 degrees Like they are going Wait 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 110 degrees is that really hot Yeah like it's fever okay. Like They're going to have okay. YOLO fever
4: Okay
2: Okay <laughs> I, I just, I feel like they're going to sign Breeze before free agency starts, and on the first day, they are going to do a wow move.
4: I, I certainly, it. I don't put it past them. Uh, and again, it, it, it. I said this last week. I think it. Them going YOLO depends only only happens if they keep Breeze and uh, they know what they have at quarterback. So, but. uh yeah, and I'm I'm hoping they're going to do something that wide. I I really, uh, or even tight end. I mean, just any, any type of big big receiver. I want Austin big, Hooper would be big fun. Yeah, stealing a, him from or the a Falcons a fast receiver,
2: something like that. That's what I want to see. An, Andrew, are the big are the big Yolo days over? Because they haven't done it. They've been reasonable the last two three years in free agency. Are the Yolo days over, or am I right that they're going to go? They're going to do it big one last time
3: uh i think it depends on your definition of big but no i I think they'll be measured and careful i I think they've settled into you know because remember like the jairus bird stuff that was before ireland um but i think i i think they'll make you know they'll sign four or five free agents and you know they'll be measured in who they sign and they'll be thrifty a little bit but you know they'll get good deals um, and then they'll be super aggressive, trade up in the draft and stuff. So <laughs> that, they, that's, they've that's they kind of settled in and that's kind of how they roll. And, and and really, you can't complain too much about their off seasons. I mean, Demario Davis, what a signing he was, right? Um, so I don't know. I feel like they've, they've done pretty well. I mean, the, the draft um, this year, I mean, so, man, some of the most exciting guys they got on this team were undrafted with Shy Tuttle and Deontay. And, yeah. But um, wait, Ralph, Ralph, Shy Tuttle. This is where you play the soundbite.
2: Oh, you mean uh, this? (laughs)
0: That? Yeah, yeah,
4: that
3: one. I'm kind of disappointed that we don't get to hear him say Matt Ryan in German.
2: (laughs) Well, let me, uh, let me, let me find it. But here's the thing: um, with that, is I'm going to throw out a name. And, and you and, and I'm just gonna lay down this um this marker is J- Joe Thuney from the Patriots, he's a guard. He started every game for uh four years. Done. And uh I could see where that. do I sign? <laughs> yeah, really, seriously. And
4: uh Belichick guy, I'll take him.
2: <laughs> I-, I could see I could see the Saints um Totally, uh, doing that, um, and and this is the soundbite, David. Oh,
5: deception! Deception! Oh, <laughs> Matt <Mets> Ryan. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh my God! Wie eine Puppe gibt er ihm die Stifte. Oh, er fliegt auf dem Boden. Hör doch mal. auf
2: Yeah, that cheers <laughs> the people. That's a, that's a good way to end this podcast. Just cheer. Cheer the faithful. It's a good up. way to end every goddamn podcast. <laughs> end it that way. So, guys, thanks to everybody in the chat room for hanging out with us. Uh, you need to subscribe to the podcast, man. Once the offseason, as we get into it and they get free agency and they have the Senior Bowl this week, you're going to want a Saints podcast every freaking day. And we're the only people that do it. $7 a month, you get Koozie. Magnet, all kinds of swag. If you want to go higher level, you can get the cool t-shirt that Dave uh, designed for us. So anyway, uh, for Dave, for Andrew, for Kevin, who's working breaking news in St. Louis, a cat's in a tree or something. Uh, Until next week, the bar is
0: closed.